Ramble. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's me, guilty What's up? It's a wee. Today we're talking about the Super Mario Bros. movie, or as Kelsey likes to call it, the Super Smash movie. Yes. Smash Bros. Smash Bros. movie. Wow. It's an exciting time, wow. years in the making. It feels like a lifetime of waiting, and wow. Mario... He's arrived. He is a here. He is a here. Had you, had you ever seen the 90s movie? There's a 90s movie? Oh, Kelsey, are you fucking kidding me? You no. Know it? Oh, it is a classic in its own right, a guilty pleasures classic that we perhaps should uh, cover what? one day in the future. It's a live-action movie starring Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo and Dennis Hopper. It's like what steampunk underground. Oh, it's insane and totally wild. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. It's what? it's an, what? 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 it's really wild. Okay, gonna put that on my airplane list of movies to watch tonight. No, 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 don't, oh, don't. <laughs> Wait for me. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, just to, to get this out of the way, our our beloved Garrick is not here this week. Feels so empty. It mm. feels weird, and especially because this is a movie that he would want to to be here for. But the reason is important because if you are listening to this, single drunk female season two is out. Hey, go team team James for life. And team this, James for life. I, I need to tell you this because Garrick is too bashful, and he hasn't been using this show to promote he it. Really hasn't. He's a star. He is such a good actor. It's infuriating. He is serious. He's funny. He's loving. He's, he's so lovable. He's so lovable. And apparently his character, some shit goes down this season. I, now, my opinion is that if you haven't seen season one, it's on Hulu. You should watch it. Yes. But I also think that you could just jump in. Yeah, it's on Freeform as well. Uh, definitely check it out. But if it does feel weird because we're talking about a video game movie <laughs> without our video game bro. I know. And I, I actually, we talked on the phone yesterday and I what? got some of his opinions. Why? We we talk. So for what? We talk. Why were you guys talking? We just were talking. Excuse me? Yeah, you know, we were oh, just catching absolutely up. absolutely not. We're, just saying uh, hey. We're, he's in New York City. Uh-huh. Let's see if he'll answer my call. Do we Derek think he's also on took a took a photo. He ran to one of my my best friends. He oh. took a photo and sent it to us. And Kelsey goes, texted me. She goes, "Who is that guy?" And I'm like, "Kelsey, you made out with him." <laughs> no fucking way. That's crazy. I don't remember who he is. That's not what he looked like. <laughs> Garrick's not answering. It's a me. He's working. His the premiere was last night. Oh. You think he's on a plane? Maybe. Okay. Well. Fine, Rick. I'm sad that Snake's you guys on talked. Plane. That's next, next week. week. Sorry. Are you in this or maybe episode? two nope. weeks. You haven't seen it? Nope. Why? You can spoil it. He has a child. I have a baby. I've been to the theater. You act like having a baby means you can't be a human. I am a human. I didn't say that. Don't oh. put your fucking <laughs> shit on me. That was Zach. I have not been to the theater because I just haven't been to the theater. I've been okay. busy. Excuse why me. have you been busy? <laughs> nah. Why? No, but why have you been busy? <laughs> been bench pressing a thousand pounds a day. <laughs> That checks out. Yeah. Looks like it. Not so we Kelsey saw and this I, together. Yes. 
And with our friend Lauren and mm-hmm. her fiance Jeremy. This was like a fun friendship night. It, it was, was a little Friday. Friday night outing. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Like we're in our 30s, baby. We're at the movies on a Friday night with our pals. A little bit of a regret is that we saw like what, the 815 mm-hmm. showing? And I w- oh, 845, <laughs> even later. Mm-hmm. I wish that we had gone a little earlier to be with some kiddos. There were enough children in ours and they tacked a little bit and I was over it. Because <laughs> here's the thing it's not really a kids' movie. I. So disagree. I knew you would. It's not really, a t- it's an adult movie who are, they're trying to get their kids excited about Mario. I absolutely couldn't disagree more. I don't know. I really. You think this is a movie for adults? I think this, it, this was a movie 100% made for adults to feel nostalgic. It's not a, it's not made as a children's movie. What makes See, it my, a children's movie? My critiques, my critiques, if you want to get into it, is that I am mad I was talking to Jack in the office about the difference between family movies and kids' movies. Okay. And I wish this were a family movie like a Toy Story or a Uh Paddington where this is a movie that's good for kids but is still a great movie. I think that this is firmly a kids' movie where- Oh my God, couldn't disagree more. (laughs) Well, this is going to be an exciting hour. I love arguing with you. I love it. It's two Uh, Leos in the room. (laughs) I'm going to eat your head off. I can't wait. I thought you were going to say eat your ass. (laughs) That was Zach who made the first sex joke, not me. Yeah, we're going to have plenty. Not me. Yeah, in this movie. So Mario, the Super Mario Bros. movie, we meet Mario and Luigi, two plumbers from Brooklyn. Hey, Brooklyn, what's in the house, Brooklyn? Oh, my God. Brooklyn's in the house. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe you just did that. That was hey, so Brooklyn, insane. Brooklyn, Brooklyn in, the, in house. the house. Brooklyn. 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 Brooklyn <laughs> did not sponsor this podcast. Who are our sponsors this week? <laughs> Brooklyn. Um, they are two Italian brothers. It's me. You really get the backstory in this that you don't get in the video game. Yeah, tell me. They're two brothers who are plumbers starting a business, and the way that they think that they can really get their name out there is by solving Brooklyn's greatest plumbing crisis, which leads them into a... <laughs> Type a whole portal pipe, green pipe, and shoots their butts into Mario Land, into Mushroom Palace Village. <laughs> Mushroom Kingdom. And the two get split up, Luigi into the dark corners dark of land. not even Mushroom Kingdom, just whatever, Bowser World, where yep. he finds shy guys and spooky things mm-hmm. and eventually runs into Bowser. Mm-hmm. And then we have Mario sucked into Mushroom Kingdom, where, of course, Princess Peach is Lives. living amongst a bunch of toads. With There's toad. the big evil Bowser, voiced by the always incredible Jack Black. Mm-hmm. He's on a quest to get a star and take over the world. Mario and Peach need to team up. They're going to find Donkey Kong along the way, try and build an army, and see if they can rescue Luigi and wow. save Mushroom Kingdom. Wow. It's a Mario. This is a me a Mario. Wait, by the way, was that like a really good impression? That was really good. It was pretty decent. felt pretty fucking like pretty God, If you're listening, that was not. A sound effect. That, that was me. We didn't pipe that in. That nice. Uh, did you even mean that? I really didn't. Because <laughs> you, you gave me a stink Um, Zach, what's your connection to Mario Brothers? Oh, I, I mean, I'm a fucking guy, man. I'm a, just a guy who loves playing the video games. Of course okay. I love Mario. I've been playing okay. Mario as long as I've been alive. I mean... Mario 64 is one of the first games that like fully blew my mind. But I, I love the side scrollers. I love Super Smash Brothers. I love Mario Kart. Mario Odyssey, where you get to throw his little hat at things mm-hmm. and become people. Like I 
I have always loved, I will always love Mario. I actually, I've been more of a Luigi guy oh, my whole life. that's I, controversial. I wow. used to play him in Super Smash Brothers. Wow. Uh, because he's taller? I don't know. I just, I got really good with him, and I it was funny to to win with him because he's just so... <laughs> we should be playing Smash way more in this office. I think that's, hey, Miles, yeah. be the change you want to see in the world. Hell yeah, man. Miles, what's your connection to Mario? Why do I feel like you're way into Mario Brothers lore? Well, I'm a big gamer, so... <laughs> Maybe I played. I've probably played every single Mario game. Oh, wow. Luigi's Mansion. I played all the originals. Luigi's got a mansion. Luigi's yeah, he, he has a ghost mansion. hunting video game. Up yeah. a, but what? Played all the Smash games. Okay. I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty woke on Super Mario's lore. But actually, you mentioned something. So I have not seen the film. Yeah. But I, but I have a couple questions for you guys. As uh, acting as somebody who is in the audience who has not seen the film, um, you save Luigi. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's like the That's main such a part cool, of the plot. subversive part of the this Mario story. This is a movie story. about brothers. This is not a movie about anything but the love you have for your brother. I Peach is kind of a badass in this movie. Yeah, that's yeah. great. She's she, not a damsel in distress whatsoever. That's and a they, huge change. Yeah. yeah, and they they uh the advertising made her seem like she was like super girl boss. And I would say that she she has some of that within her. <laughs> yeah. Where she kicks ass, she's really capable. Um, there's and a whole training like, montage where where she yeah. can do everything and he yeah. can't. And she like she like sacrifices her independence as an independent princess to like sacrifice herself for Mushroom Kingdom to potentially like spoiler alert in the end. I don't want to say it, but like <laughs> marry Bowser because Bowser's <gasps> like I'm gonna fucking marry you and you don't have a choice and is like obsessed with her and she's she like puts herself on the chopping block to save all the toes. She's kind of like a real one. Yeah. Whoa. But she's also very supportive to Mario the whole time. Yeah. Whoa. Um, but yeah, Luigi's our damsel in distress. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, our dam, our da- our, how do you say damsel but male? Dame. A damsel. A dam. A damo. A damio. A dame. A damian. A damian in distress. He's a damian. <laughs> <laughs> um, my connection to Mario Brothers is very weird in that I was obsessed with one game and one game only as a child. Huh. Mario Party. Oh, I yeah. Obviously, it I love Mario me Party. Me and my sister and my two neighbors, Brett and Paul, who were boys that were born at the same time as us. So we were like mirrored each other and everyone joked like, you guys are going to grow up and get married with each other because we spent every single day playing in the cul-de-sac, going over to each other's houses. The thing was, my sister and Paul, same age, very cute, both like clearly the hot ones of the family <laughs> as children. Me and Brett. Both turned out to be gay. <laughs> and everyone as kids were like, you guys get together for a picture. And like, if I ever stole Brett's star in Mario Party, he would cry and like <laughs> scream and like half fight me. And I'd be like, this man is gay. And no one believed us, but look at us both. So look at I've, me now. I, I know nothing of the world of Mario except for like an intense knowledge of Mario Party. Okay. Two questions. What was your favorite mini game in Mario Party? And oh. what character did you play as? Oh my God. Okay. So Yoshi. Fuck yeah. Obviously Yoshi. Obvious. I'm I, if, such a Yoshi. If you played Mario Queer Party icon. and didn't fight over Yoshi, you're a cop. It's like Baby Spice when you were playing Spice Girls. Yeah. Like she. He is the best one, yes. obviously. They? It, did we confirm that Mario is a boy? Uh, You mean Yoshi? Oh, Yoshi's a boy. I think Yoshi's a boy and then Birdo is uh, gender non binary. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, what was my favorite mini game? Fuck, I really liked the one where you had to spin a controller as fast as you could. Oh, that one hurt. To stay on the ice block that was tilting back and forth. Do you remember I, that one? Yeah, and I loved I loved the one where it's similar maybe where you're on top of a snowball and you're trying to knock each other off. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And you could steal stars from each other. So like while 
in this movie, I knew every single thing that was going on and like every character and every noise. I had I have no fucking context of the world of like okay. what's to come. Well, let's start there is that one of the true pleasures of this mm. movie to a point of fault um, is is that it is so chock full of references and yes. it's such a cheap boost of serotonin. Yes. But it is works. It is a boost of serotonin every single time <laughs> this movie. And we're not going to get even and I owe no. like a one eighteenth of them. No, but there is they get a phone call early on, and his ringtone is the GameCube. Yes. yes, and I just I literally went. You cackled. I went ah. <laughs> <laughs> and Maggie went. This is why I love seeing movies with her because he's just so tickled by everything. Well, she said that to you after first leaning over to me and going, "Shut up." Yes, <laughs> no, it was like it was. She she thought it was very cute, but she she would not tell you such a thing. Yeah, there was the, the you were the only one cackling in the theater there was the punch out pizzeria there was a duck hunt thing i saw in the background yep. just lots of little references all over um that did become irksome to me at a certain point because a lot of this movie felt like the writers not to jump into guilt real quick but the writers put a giant whiteboard of references yeah and it was not so much a plot so much as it was how do I get between all of these yeah. points? Yeah, and I think they also did a, what I think they did a good job with was yeah. playing it into the sound effects and soundtrack. Perfect. Because like, I, it could have been way cheaper, but I think they did a really good job of making it subtle enough that for some of them, unless you know it, you maybe would have just let it pass through your ears as it being so blended into the movie, which... I felt like for a lot of references, they did a good job of. Yeah, I mean, well, let's stay positive, and I'll, I'll circle back. Like, like the sound effects and the score, the Ugh. score especially, so good is is <laughs> transcendent. There is a big number in the middle where Bowser does a like a, a ballad, a piano ballad. Oh my god! Okay, Peach. I was just talking about the way that they adapted video game yes, music that too, but this. The is original, my favorite part of the movie. Where Bowser is in his own world. He's this big, tough, rough guy. And then you find out that he's in love with Peach. He calls Peaches. And he has this bit, this beat of like, Peaches, 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 oh, Peaches, Peaches, Peaches. Like, it's Jack Black it's in the so middle of the Jack movie <laughs> doing a Tenacious D song. Yes. Doing a love ballad to Princess Peach. Yes. And it's so I cute. love the song. I've been listening to on repeat. Yes. Uh, Peaches, 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 And the fact that he calls her peaches. And they like, they toned down Jack Black's voice. It sounded a little pitch shifted, which was fun. Which was fun. He, I think, is without a doubt the absolute best part of the movie. I wanted more of him. He is electric as Bowser. I mean, Jack Black is going to be incredible in anything he does. But he is is perfect. This, you couldn't see the same way, and this is one of my pleasures. Was it looked so fucking good? Yeah, it's. Beautiful. I had no idea how they were gonna like innovate in technology showing this. I was like, how could they possibly? Bitch, it was giving the same thing that the last scene in Puss in Boots gave us with like the <laughs> rainbow scene with the ice caps. That was the entire movie looked just. I remember sitting in your your living room being like, 
God, this makes me emotional with like the <laughs> color of how good Puss in Boots was. Uh-huh. That was two hours or an hour and a half of this. How long was it? Hour and a half. It was, yeah, it was perfect timed wise, but it was so colorful. The characters looked so good. I couldn't stop thinking of Hippo's face every time I saw Bowser because his little meaty mouth was just <laughs> so just chonky. And I'm going to give it up to them. I did not think about Chris Pratt once watching this. I think huh. that Chris Pratt did a good fucking, job. Really? He it fucking is, did it. He did it. <laughs> and he it's really wild it. because all of the discourse leading up to this movie was the voice cast. And I don't think everyone was perfect. No. But Jack Black, incredible. I think he gets the benefit of Bowser not having a real voice. Mm-hmm. So it's a rah, rah, rah. And so Jack Black now has the freedom to... Step into Bowser, Mm -hmm. create a new character. He's bringing his Jack Black charm. He's they're adding this love story where uh, Bowser is purely motivated by his deep love of Peach and and his misunderstanding of how to achieve love. Mm -hmm. But now Chris Pratt, (laughs) Chris Pratt is stepping into impossible shoes. We all know the Charles Martinet, the high pitched Italian, and in the beginning of the movie, minor spoiler here, they start the movie. Full Italian face, oh, doing yeah. full pasta face. Yeah, uh, that he where, is playing a stereotypical. It's a me, a papa pizza. And so you hear Luigi and Mario, Charlie Day as Luigi, Chris Pratt as Mario, doing the full Italian voice. Yes, and you, it turns out that it's just for the commercial, and then they watch the commercial and go, "Do you think it's too much?" Yeah, and it's a cute <laughs> little voice, and then you get a Charles Martinet cameo, and Charles Martinet goes, "I think it's a perfect." Oh, um, is that him? Yeah, it was the it was the real Mario. Oh my god, fun! Uh, fun I didn't little, know that. Fun little Easty egg. You get to see like their whole Italian family, which is okay, that. Wait, slow down, slow down. Part of it. <laughs> slow down. We're is jumping too fast. No. Oh. So, but Chris Pratt, it worked. It it beyond worked. I never thought of him in his voice. I never heard him in his voice the entire time. I'm looking at an Italian cartoon character, and I saw an Italian cartoon character, not a tall, white Republican man. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. And I'm not going to lie, I forgot Charlie Day was Luigi, and so I kept going, whose voice is this? Whose voice is it? Oh, that's funny. And then when, when I realized it was Charlie Day, I was so happy because it, it even though it's so Charlie Day. It's very Charlie Day. Like I saw him, I think it worked. And if he was a real tall, lanky man in real life, I think it would have been like just perfect, perfect. But because he's like this shorter, like kind of crazy guy, I, I heard a little bit too much of him. One person I could not believe and could not stand was unfortunately my girl Anna Taylor Joy. I've heard this from other people. Did not work for me as peaches. She didn't bother me that much, but tell uh, me why. It's some first of all, her voice is very vintage. Mm. Like she's got like kind of this nasally moment. Like if you're thinking in Queen's Gambit where she <laughs> talks proper English, it was like, no, I don't want my peaches to be. So unique sounding. I wanted someone a little bit more unrecognizable. You don't want a Peaches that you can imagine hanging out at a Gatsby party. No, I saw her as Queen's Gambit. I saw her with that long blonde wig, whatever fucking movie that is. Like, it was just to her. Who do you think would have made a better Peach? Because Peach is another one where I... 
I know her voice. Yeah. And it's a very, oh, hi. I yeah. mean, that was a bad impression, but yeah. she has a very unique high-pitched voice. Yeah. I, I, I'm at a loss to imagine who, who would be better. And it, this isn't going to be a good comp because I'm just thinking like out of the top of my head. But like even I think like a Kristen Wiig could have mm. done a better job of just like giving us cartoonish but still believable. Sure. I think what the problem was is that Anna Taylor-Joy was like using her real voice and that bothered me. Yeah. As a character, I enjoyed Peach. It was fun Mm -hmm. to watch her kick ass. Um, They give Peach a backstory that Mm -hmm. is (laughs) wild and I don't know totally necessary. You see baby Peach. Yeah, they like... They first allude to it that she was the only human in in a world of little mushroom people, yeah. and then they show you mm-hmm. where, as a cha- as a baby, she gets sucked through the pipe, and they give her this <laughs> kind of tragic backstory. Yeah, and I'm like, what's happening? Yeah. Why are we doing this? Like she kind of like got stuck in this world, and she doesn't know her family. She doesn't remember how she got there. All she remembers was falling through the pipe and Toad saving her and treating them like one of their own and then made her princess, which that kind of weirded me out a little bit that I was like, why did you guys make her princess? What did she do to prove that she deserved to be a princess? Yeah, no, it's, it's weird. Yeah. No, it was like <laughs> these people weird. were like, we've made her perfect just the way we want it. The voice acting that didn't work for me. <gasps> and this, what? No, not who? This pains me deeply. No. Keegan-Michael no. Key. I, hated his toad because no. toad to me has the funniest voice he's the okay yeah hi yeah i'm toad yeah. and they made him like you know it's very illumination they tried to make him like the wacky sidekick who says stupid things too much personality yeah but it's this i look I don't know. It just, I hated it. I hated him. I didn't think he was funny. I thought the character was annoying. I <laughs> was sad that the rest of the Toads, like if the rest of the Toads had that raspy, annoying voice and then just he was an outsider who spoke different, yeah. then I'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah. He's like the weird Toad. Like the guy, there was a weird, or like an elder Toad who had like a hilariously deep voice. And that crushed. That was so funny. Yeah, there was one Toad who was like, my dear people, yes. we must fight to protect yes. our kingdom. He <laughs> sounded like he was from a different era too. Like it was, it worked a lot. But for Toad, you know what it was um, trying to do? What pu- What's the papito's name in Puss in Boots? Papito? Y- yeah. It, Pero. Perito. Perito. It was trying to be cute, lovable, silly, wacky, doesn't realize how wacky they are. But I, I it think- fucking, It's an illumination movie. And I think yeah. that some of their humor is so- Fucking sophomoric. Mm, and this that's is a good use of the word sophomoric. Yeah. Garrick and I on our uh, BFF phone call that was just the two of us without <laughs> you, um, he made a great point where, you know, we talked about what really worked and then the things that don't work. He said that he this, saw it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> didn't tell us that. In the group chat. I invited him to come with us Friday night. Why didn't he He's come? He's in New York right now. But last week? I don't know. Interesting. Um, he said that it felt like it was made for international children. And I, <laughs> <laughs> why does that sound like a problematic? Sentence? It sounds problematic, <laughs> but it totally makes sense. It's like this is something where no matter what language, no matter what culture, it's it's lowest common denominator and will kind of hit for everyone. everyone. And I would laugh at jokes in the movie and then feel dirty. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, where I'm like, oh, come, come on. on. That's so cheap and lazy. I'm surprised and for- and glad that no one farted 
in this movie. There was like, no fart. You would think this is the kind of movie and the kind of humor where like Mario would go to like punch a block and, and it wouldn't break and instead he would fart and go. Yeah. yeah, he does. It's that kind of joke. Do you know who I think worked even better than Jack Black was our guy, Donkey Kong. Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Which you hear it and you just go... Yeah, nobody else could have been Donkey Kong. Absolutely not. Nothing else would have worked. The ha, 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 laugh. Like, it, that was an example of he played himself and it worked. And uh, he has admitted in interviews that he took the lazy approach, did not even attempt to put on a fake voice. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, now I'm just going to do my thing, catch my check. It and was I was perfect. in for it. But again, yeah. it's because Donkey Kong, the only sound he makes is a laugh. <laughs> a monkey laugh yeah so it's like <laughs> he had free range um the donkey kong scene probably one of the best scenes of the movie yeah uh they're going to the donkey kong kingdom jungle whatever. jungle world and they yeah. need to get the the, the ape army yeah and so he says cranky kong voiced by fred armison didn't really work oh, for me oh didn't work for me uh says okay if you want my army beat my son in a battle. Yeah. And so now this is the first time we had a training montage before, but we get this like Super Smash Brothers-esque floating island mm -hmm. Mario level mm -hmm. where it's Mario versus Donkey Kong mm -hmm. and Donkey Kong beats the fuck out of Mario. Oh my God. <laughs> the first time he punched him, like all the adults went, ooh, like, oh my God. Like this, when we're doing fighting, like we're fucking fighting. Yeah. And it was like, painful to watch <laughs> well even more painful okay so they're fighting and then they have power-ups we'll explain the power-ups in a second but mario in one of the many you know different references you get to see he gets the cat suit which yes. i love me the mario cat yes. suit so now mario meow he's jumping around he's doing the cat stuff and he has claws yeah and he just starts ripping them scratching donkey kong's face <gasps> and it is horrific yeah it they really they went there with the suit they, they show scratch marks yeah. oh. on donkey kong's face and i thought it was gonna be a joke where like he's like paw patting him like bum, 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 and then like one single nail comes Shing. out and you see like a super close-up of like one thread of hair like get cut but yeah. instead it's just donkey kong on the ground mario with claws pummeling him yeah. and oh you see God. these like light red scratch marks on Donkey Kong's face and it was yucko. Well, you can't see those details in the video game. You can't see that close up. <laughs> How do we know that that hasn't been the intention all along? It hurt me. Well, it was sad. I thought it was badass. The another power up moment you get there is uh, the mushroom moment where Mario hates the mushrooms. Is that a thing in the video games that he hates mushrooms? He hates eating them? Oh, I thought you were going to ask if mushrooms were part of Mario lore. And I'm like, Kelsey, <laughs> are you kidding me? Wait, I am now just completely pin put, put a pin in all of this. I am just remembering a moment that we had the second the movie started when I leaned over to you and like very audibly went, <gasps> is Bowser a fucking <laughs> turtle? <laughs> oh my God. Of course. He's a turtle? Obviously he's a turtle. What do you mean? Obviously, he's that's the, the most. He has a shell. Yo, he's a Koopa King. I thought he was wearing a shell as like part of his armor. So what would he be without the shell? A fucking pitbull. <laughs> a pitbull. He just kind of looked like a pitbull. You thought he was a dog? I thought he was some sort of pitbull esque animal, like a big old pitbull. <laughs> looks like a lizard. You thought. That Bowser yeah. was a pit bull <laughs> Hold on. wearing not... a shell. Now, to be fair, he does have horns. He which... has 
horn. Which, it, which lizards don't really have. Is, well, a turtle's lizard. not a lizard. I thought he was maybe a big lizard. Basically a lizard. Well, the lizard finds a shell and then it's a turtle. That's a great point. I'm, he's not, a, he's, I'm not convinced people know this. And I'm he's the King Koopa. He's Koopa King. Who the hell? A lizard could He's be. calling Chris Pratt. <laughs> so you're calling your sister to see if you're if, if she's I'm also dumb <laughs> <laughs> okay meg you're on the podcast i have a quick question for you what what animal is bowser oh <laughs> <laughs> she did not want to be in the podcast she hung up on me she did not agree bitch. to this appearance. wait but like lizard makes more sense lizard makes more sense he's kind of like a komodo dragon yes uh turtle hybrid Megan, you're on the podcast. One <laughs> quick question. What animal is Bowser? A dragon? <laughs> I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll take dragon. I'll take dragon over pitbull. Dragon is See? I think it's harder to know. Yeah, but he's like a dragon turtle. He's a fucking turtle. He's not exactly a turtle. He's not exactly. Oh, that was her second guess. Okay, thank you, Megan. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, Megan. Bye. I, I think dragon's an acceptable answer. He's a dragon turtle. Oh, okay, but Pitbull Mo? Yeah, that's okay. where we draw the line. <laughs> okay. Mr. Worldwide. We did have that <laughs> moment, and Zach looked so ashamed of me. And that was the first, like, that was within 30 seconds when I saw the little Koopas coming out of the Bowser yeah. spaceship. And I went, oh my fucking God. He's a yoked ass roided turtle. <laughs> So what was the revelation is because he was surrounded by other little turtles? Yes, it was the first time that I had seen them like worshiping him in that way that I was like, they're not trying to insinuate that he's like head turtle. What happened to him? Why is he so big? Yeah, Why is he so big? Koopa. A question I do have is Mario eats the mushrooms, right? Yes. Thank you. Let's talk about this. (laughs) But they also look uh, almost identical to what toads look like. (laughs) Not addressed. Wow. Not addressed. We're, well, we're in the mushroom. Here's the wow. thing is that we're in the mushroom kingdom and they're also giant mushrooms, yes. like the size alive? of buildings yeah. that they, ta- they yeah. jump on. Right. So it's just a world in which everything is mushroom. Um, I do have devastating news, Uh-oh. which is that the iconic line, mushroom kingdom, here we come. Uh, much aligned in the trailers. Yeah. People were saying that Chris Pratt's voice sounded like Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Uh, that line is not in the movie. They took trailer it out. line, huh? Yeah, it was a trailer line, or just taken out. I'm not sure. They got um, too much flack. But you, so they have this training montage where Mario first learns. He goes on like the the floaty platformy thing, and they introduce mushrooms. The way the power ups work in this movie is you get them, mm. and then if you get hit, you lose it, which pretty That's effective, correct. right? Yeah. Um, but Mario eats it, and he goes from short king to yoked daddy. Yo, he becomes the hottest <laughs> Italian stallion. You want to ride all day. Now, Wait, but but is it is it true in the video, video game world that he hates eating mushrooms? No, it was a cute funny. little like Popeye twist okay. where they made his character hate mushrooms, and now he has to eat Which, mushrooms. Which, like, as it's an hilarious. Italian, that's that's sacrilegy. Is that a thing? Think about mushrooms are in everything in Italian food. The hell are you talking about? Baby, mushrooms and Italians go together like butter on pasta. (laughs) I I, if we (laughs) sorry if we do a family the least Italian thing I've ever heard. If we do a family feuds like uh, (laughs) pizza, pasta, mushrooms. Chicken parm eggplant. Those would be I the I don't five even think things. that mushroom is top five <laughs> for what people associate Garlic. with Italians. You think mushrooms are in chicken parm? <laughs> mushrooms are on everything Italian. 
At least like Southern Italian. Maybe mushroom dishes. Let me ask my sexy Italian. I'm just going to text him. Okay. Um, so you so Mario, yeah, Mario eats the mushroom and you get to see him like, and he gets big. And now all of a sudden he's eight feet tall. And the question that I have is, does the carpet match? Does does his dick does his dick get big? You're wondering what that thing do. Yeah, what that what that honk do? Yeah. Does he <laughs> hang low? Does it wobble? Does he flow? How's his mushroom tip? Do you? Th- thank you. Nice. Do we think that they use the mushrooms in the bedroom? Oh. Imagine. Oh my God. Imagine. There's got to be Mario porn. Hundred percent. Not eating the mushroom until you're already having sex. <laughs> that sounds like it would not be fun for the receiver. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't know what like I'm talking about. Inflation. All of a sudden, it's like yeah. All of a sudden, your insides exploding <laughs> from the inside out. Ah, this is horrible. The 100 ways to die that I haven't thought about. Um, you mentioned earlier. So we meet Mario's family mm-hmm. in this film, which really weirded me out. <laughs> <laughs> and and what's weird is that Mario's a full-grown man, but they also treat him like a little child with he a still dream. Lives at home. Yeah, it's like they have like the disappointed father who's like, eh, "My son, he's never going to amount to anything. He's yeah, just a you're always holding your brother back." And it's like, what the fuck is this? First huh. of all, they're like thirty-something years old for sure with those mustaches. Yeah. Oh my god, you get to see the Mario brothers without their hats on. I. I swear to God. hate a nightmare. Yeah. <gasps> I loved it. I they, leaned over to Zachary and I go, that looks like my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> oh, I thought it, it was gross. Luigi. They, mm, okay, well, Luigi's a little. Mm, Luigi can get it. Luigi. I loved both of them without. They looked like the way that Justin Bieber was iconic for his swoop swing over. I think they should be known for their hair. Luigi was a little. He got a little something, something going on. He was on. a little hot. You know how that bulge worked. Yeah. He, was that a wrench or am I just happy to see him? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Christ. But Mario, they show him without his hat so often. And um, I've seen Mario without his hat. It's. His head still has a shape. In this movie, for whatever reason, they give him, like, flattened hat hair. Uh And it is... Oh, I love it. Seeing a Mario without his hat is like seeing... A teacher outside of school. Like a dog walk on its hind legs. It... It was wrong. Everyone knows it that It felt sacrilege. It just... It, like, saddened me. It felt like... And honestly, it felt like seeing, like, so, a man with a beard without their beard. You also get to see baby Mario and Luigi without mustaches. Yeah, they did, they did a cameo. Those are characters. Oh. Baby Mario, baby Luigi. They have a flashback. There you go. Oh, there's a flashback. I was mm-hmm. going to say, like, how would they be in the yep. movie? You got a little flashback but scene. But meeting the family where, where knowing, like, they were disappointments, living in their parents' Brooklyn home. Like, it's that, they're really doing weird. tough. Like, if we put that in today's times, we got two yeah. 30-year-old men living in their parents' Brooklyn apartment. Like, that is kind of sad. Does it take but place who- in modern day? It takes place in modern day in modern Brooklyn. But like, isn't it, it's weird and sad to see sad Mario get scolded by his dad and then go to his room and like only have the glow of his TV as he sadly plays video games. And he's like, someday, Luigi, we're going to prove to them that we're Pete. It's like, ah, why? And this is, there's a lot of questions I have. And so many of them are- It's an adult film. (laughs) So many of my questions are why? Why- make Mario from Brooklyn. 
Why not start him Isn't in he? Mushroom Kingdom? No, I, I don't need this. Why, why does he need to be an outsider? Because they're humans. I think that they canonically, they actually may Love be from word. Brooklyn. But yeah. like, I've never played a Mario game and had to have Mario be like, what is this world that I'm in? I don't need that shit. But isn't that the whole fucking point is that he's learning how to like exist in this world? Isn't that like the whole point of a video game? He's well, not one of them. That's the point he's of trying this to, movie. He's trying to rescue the princess is really the main point. Ew. Well, no, but that's why I think it's a nice subversion because that was yeah. the game count in the 90s. It was literally just Mario jumping on a little platform, running, and then Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Donkey Kong was the original villain in the first the ever villain. Mario game. That's right, because he used to look evil. Uh, yeah, the first ever, it, actually the first ever Mario game wasn't, was it Mario? It was Donkey Kong. It was called Donkey Kong. Yeah. Am I making this up? No, it's it's not exactly Donkey Kong. There's a whole weird thing about it. It's a, it's a, an ape that looks like Donkey Kong and he's throwing barrels. Right. Yeah. And then the dragon Bowser came in later. Huh? Uh-huh. That's okay. right. Okay. But he's like the iconic villain. Is, of course. Is And I hate to ask this, but I am curious. Is Yoshi in this? <gasps> so this is a whole thing. So Yoshi, when they're going <laughs> through the, the different... Word. The different worlds, you have one one shot of a herd of Yoshis running like wild antelope. And then we're entering mega spoiler territory. Mm -hmm. Post credits, we're all like, oh yeah. The world is blown up. Give me Wario and Luigi. (gasps) Wario and Waluigi. That's what we all want. (gasps) And so you go down, the world's been blown up. You go down underneath the ground where they first enter. Contaminated each other now. Oh, now like Mushroom World is in. Yeah, yeah, and Mushroom World is in. The final climax, uh, a giant bullet bill hits the warp pipe, and now the final climax is in Brooklyn. Bowser Mm -hmm. comes back Mm -hmm. to Brooklyn. But so we're going underground into the sewers, and you see the warp pipe, and what you want to (laughs) hear is... Like we all... Of course. We all fucking want Wario and Waluigi. We thought that's what we were coming. And instead, (gasps) you see an egg, a Yoshi Yoshi egg, egg, and it hatches, and then it cuts to black, and you hear... Yoshi, which like it was cool. We know that Yoshis are going to be there. Yes, but it made us excited to be like, oh my god, give fucking Yoshi his the respect on his name because to have done that tiny little no pun intended egg like Easter egg moment where when they're just like quickly passing through the world, you see a herd of Yoshis and you go, oh my god, maybe we're about to get and you don't. Right. Then you forget about it. You forget about Yoshi this whole fucking film and you're like, (laughs) as a Yoshi stand. You want it almost to have its own spinoff, its own movie. Yeah. And to like give it its moment, I felt like was nice. And it makes it makes me feel hopeful and reassured that Mario's about to meet his best friend. I mean, look, I still screamed. Mm. Yeah. Well, I you went, screamed a lot. I literally went, let's fucking go. We all <laughs> and then I realized for, that there were children. <laughs> it was three post-credit scenes. Three? <laughs> Wasn't it? Uh, two at least. Okay. I forget well, what the other one was. Well, we stayed a lot. There was two other people in the theater and they were both wearing mushroom toad Costumes. Yeah, that's <laughs> like so cute. Yeah, are there gonna be? Is it gonna be like an MCU? Are they gonna do a Mario Cinematic Universe? I would like to say something else about Yoshi. Oh, please. I resent the way that Nintendo seems to th- what Nintendo seems to think Yoshi is, <laughs> and this pisses me off. I, I'm sorry because they treat Yoshi like he's some fucking horse, like a Snoopy. <laughs> Like, like a best friend. They Nintendo treats Yoshi like he's some fucking dog ass horse mm. who we ride and goes and that, that he <laughs> live that he marches in a herd. Yeah. No, no, no. That was giving Jurassic Park. Yeah. That's how they treat Yoshi. Blue from Jurassic Park. But I no, grew up 
I grew up playing Mario Party, and I played as Yoshi, and Yoshi's a man who happens to be a dinosaur. In my mind, Yoshi's a man who can read the paper and ride the bus. Hell yeah. And I don't appreciate this fucking, you know, Plutofication. He could also be ridden. You know, like Disney has Pluto the dog, but Goofy's a human dog. I think Yoshi deserves to not be an animal. Wow, see, I'm I'm so old that when you said Plutofication, I thought of the planet and was like, (laughs) yeah, they really did Pluto fucking nasty. And you meant the dog. I meant the dog. Yeah, big time. I agree. I will want to. I want to give my my guilts of this because I did, as I said, I felt it was a kids movie. There's right now this huge divide between critics and audiences, and people being mad at the critics because this got like a fifty something on Rotten Tomatoes, and what? the and the audience score is in the nineties. Seems like we disagree. Yeah, I'm fully on the side of the critics. Oh, <laughs> I really? think that this movie is very lazily written. Oh my. God. And it's weird because, okay, I want to tell you why it, when it works and why it doesn't work. <sighs> it, Hold on, let me get comfortable. <laughs> Go on. It gives you what you want. And when it does, you are floating on cloud fucking nine. But every time it does it, it will go like, it winks at you and then takes it away. Mm. So the opening, you get to see Mario being fucking Mario, and I'm like, yeah, and then it stops. You have this one side-scroller shot where he's jumping through a construction site, and you feel like you're playing Mario, and it's fucking euphoric, and then they stop. And then you get these little- Zach, you can't just do smack the entire movie. I want smack the entire movie. No, no, no. At the end, you finally get this action scene where Donkey Kong and Mario are jumping through this whole level, and you feel- like you've seen a video game come to life and it is the best 60 seconds of a movie I I my my soul floated up to the sky but then afterwards Mario gets a tanuki suit and he all of a sudden not just what tanuki can do which is hover he can fucking fly like superman and now for the next 4 minutes <laughs> The climax of the movie is Mario flying mm-hmm. and he flies against a giant bullet bill and like like Superman is like and like pushing a giant bomb from destroying the world. You're being so dramatic. That was like 30 seconds. I don't want that. Okay. I want to see him jump on people's fucking heads. I want to see him <laughs> and squish them and more. throw shells and like just yeah. give yeah. me. We did get Mario Kart's. You did, but it all and it's on Rainbow Road. You get, we got it on Rainbow Road, and it's incredible, and <laughs> it and it 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 taps into that nostalgia. But how did we get there? And this is why the movie's fucking lazy. It's just connecting the dots. They go, we have to fight. You know what that means. Carts. No, it's because Donkey Kong World uses carts. They even have their little parasail car, and so to get from Donkey Kong World to you hear this? Mushroom World. He goes, I know a shortcut. And they go, but we're going to need God. At to one get point, there. they're fighting on in the Rainbow Road sequence. You're in a cart and they're fighting a Koopa and they, they throw him off, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then the Koopa goes, Blue Shell! And turns into a blue shell and starts flying to them. And you're like, oh, fuck you. So the oh, lot, the lo- I love this. I love this for you. It's so funny to me because we. <laughs> It gives you what you That's want. That's not what Tanuki can do. That's, That's not, not what Tanuki can do. You're saying it gives you everything you want. Be grateful, bitch. Uh, Be fucking grateful. Okay, here's yeah. at one point, Mario goes to the castle. The first time he's like, hey, I'm here to see Princess Peach. And the toads go, uh, Princess Peach? Um, the princess is in another castle. Wink. 
Well, that like, one was weird. Oh, fuck off. So you want them to that sort of be weird. like, that we don't, you want it to be Game of Thrones, Mario style. <laughs> no, I just, that was, if you don't know, that's a reference to every time you go to save Princess Peach, Peach is another castle. Oh. So like they were just doing all these like wink, 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 yeah, wink, wink, instead that. of plot yeah. points in a way that I found irksome. Well, you know what I'll say? It's just interesting to me, and I'm curious what your take on this is. When we watched the D&D movie, it didn't necessarily bother you that obviously there are rules in D&D that when they put them in the movie, you can't, for example, wild shape into an owlbear. But right. they do it for the film. Well, so, I don't fucking know the rules of D and D. Well, so it I didn't know, but me. I guess that's true. So you feel like the rules were sacrificed. I, I think the highs of the movie were fully understanding what you want from a Mario movie. Mm -hmm. The lows of the movie were not giving it to me enough. Sure. I, I don't want to see Mario fly. It's oh, just you. Are you? I almost cried at one point because, like we said, this movie is about two brothers who love each other so deeply <laughs> that they believe they can do anything as long as they're together. Which, I also thought that was yeah, it oh my was God, so that's emotional. Beautiful, exactly. This is an adult okay, film. But if that's gonna be your plot, don't you think you maybe have Mario and Luigi say get into some fight in Act One and then realize in the end that the two of them working together no, is what saves the day? that would be too stereotyping. That would be oh, so oh, trophy. That would, yeah, no. That would be like, God on. forbid you don't want to see brothers uh, go on a journey. You just want to see them. Yeah, be, they don't. You want to yeah. see them be they best friends. They literally go on a journey. What are you talking about? The entire movie is them being on journeys. It's a it's an adventure <laughs> film. That's right. I, I cannot tell you. This movie ended and I went, I cannot wait to see this again. Oh, yeah. Because now that I got the story out of the way, now that I know where it's going, I want to watch it again to like pay attention to every little thing. It For me, it was almost like my guilt was that there was so much, it was hard for me to catch everything. Like you're even telling me things here that I was like, oh, what? Oh my God, cool. I want to see it again to like, maybe you know it too well and that's why this movie's never going to please you. I, I because fully, no matter what, you're always going to want something different. I right. want you to know that mm. I... Fully thought this was going to be the greatest movie ever made. Agree. <laughs> I, I saw the trailer and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, this is going to be you funny wanted action. I no, I was like, I fully overhyped myself. You and wanted I know. Pixar, That's tough, yeah. yeah, perfection. I wanted a family movie, not a kids movie, and I got an Illumination kids movie yeah. with I beautiful visuals disagree. and cool stuff. I disagree. My number one guilt. Uh oh, <gasps> the fucking needle drops in this movie made me want to die. They. You have the greatest soundtrack, huh. the most iconic soundtrack mm -hmm. of all time. Yeah. So you have the score, which is stupendous. Hearing Ooh, the Mario soundtrack poured it into it's great. cinema is phenomenal. And I actually, they didn't just do a one for one. They evolved it. They adapted it. They did a really good job. But then when you have Mario, I forget if it's when he's first entering Mushroom Kingdom or when he's entering the Donkey Kong Kingdom, they play Take On Me by Aha. Oh, yeah. And that's classic illumination. When they're doing the training mm -hmm. montage, yeah. they play, I need a hero. Well, isn't that I'm Warner wicked. Brothers technically that's doing that? Uh, Universal Illumination. Oh, no, me. it's Illumination is mm -hmm. the production company and this uh, is like bread and butter. They, what They, they do that with they, all their they, movies. But that's got to be a studio thing. Definitely, but yeah, either and way, it, yeah, yeah, and it fucking lot. sucks. Yeah, yeah but it was it's bad. something that everybody can feel something to. But that's that's no, I, I don't accept that. That yeah. is mm. when either a scene's not working enough, or you don't trust the scene's working well enough, and so you sure. just slap on some song in hoping that it'll elicit something. See, I disagree. People. I think people have the same way that there's like five songs that are played at every single wedding that make you feel fucking hype and ready to go. I feel like this movie plays into that feeling of like when it comes on, you automatically feel something. I feel like it heightens the experience. I feel like it's an added flavor, an umami, if you will. If September plays at your wedding, I will get off the dance floor. 
Oh, Which one's boo. September? When September? That's such a fun, that's a, oh god, that's so snobby. I, Which one's that's September? That's so snobby. If a certain song plays at a wedding, you're gonna be like, ugh. Yeah, I boo. I explicitly boo. all of like the 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 must plays at weddings. Yeah, and so same must plays in a movie. Like I've seen the training montage. To I need a hero. Look, Shrek two. No one will beat. I need a hero in animation. They've done it. They did it. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. a curmudgeon. I, it doesn't feel good to be a curmudgeon. And I, <laughs> I, I, it, it, it hurts me to know that yeah. I just can't experience joy anymore. Sure. But I want to be honest. That's who I am. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm curious also. It seems like you wanted almost a more indie version yes. of the <laughs> Yes, of the you movie. wanted like something more fucked up. What I'm thinking honestly is like that's so interesting because – Often with big IP, especially like Mario, the first one, two, fuck is, off. I know. Is that you like? Is maybe Boots two, three. Yes. Yeah. You have the Here, space. You have you the have space. The, the IP to well, do that with. Well, mm-hmm. here's what we're gonna get: is that this is already the highest grossing animated opening of all time. Duh. It's over going, Sonic. Yeah. Of course. Oh my god, oh, over Sonic. Of course. Oh, over, yeah. Miles over Frozen two. This movie Holy is shit. smashing box office. It's an adult film. No, it's because of thirty plus years of nostalgia. Yes, <laughs> an adult. So, Over 30. And, and yeah, so I cool. think we're going to get more Mario movies. I hope we're going to get a Luigi's Mansion movie. Mm. I think that would be great. A spooky time. You know, one. just I am certain we'll get a Donkey Kong something. I think they're just going to split it off and they're going to be printing money for the rest of time. Yeah. And again, there's a lot that I loved. Bowser, every second of him was gold. Iconic. It was funny. It was cool. Mm. Uh, I, I loved you know, at one point, and he was menacing. Um, I'm curious <laughs> if you noticed this, because there was talk about this online. I went on um, the Bird app, and I saw, so at the end of the movie, Bowser is shrunk down. Hmm. Do you know where I'm going with this, Kelsey? Mm. Oh, you, okay. No. Bowser's shrunk down, <laughs> and he's put inside a receptacle. And everyone on, on Twitter was like, <laughs> they put Bowser in a jar? And I'm like, what is that? What does that fucking mean? And I kept looking, and apparently Bowser was put in what is referred to as a cum jar. Excuse me? What? Excuse me? That was a needle drop. (laughs) (laughs) And I was hoping that you could explain to me what that is. Um, what is a for cum some reason, jar? I'm imagining they put him in like a bird cage at the end. No, That's they put him in a like. glass jar, and everyone on Twitter was saying that they put Bowser in a cum jar. What? Are you sure? It's just I, a jar. I'm gonna Google that you in, obviously. Bar- well, clearly. <laughs> and you remember those e bomb world days. That's what a cum oh, jar is. Weird part of the internet. I, I yeah. don't know what a cum look, I'm sorry. It, it's a jar of cum that some guy left under his bed for like a long time and then took okay. it out. Hmm. To Reddit, what Bowser, what are you gonna do in that jar? Cum? I like how it took like five years for the cum jar to be a meme. What? I think you're in a part of Reddit. All I know is that cum jar is a thing, and apparently it's a thing. <laughs> so I, think- I don't know what it is. Guys, I'm dying to know what a cum jar is. Okay, stop saying cum jar. But um, <laughs> uh, So I think when a big franchise IP comes out like this, I think I have a lot of questions about what the future is of big nostalgia-based IPs like this. Now, Sonic, you guys reviewed the Sonic movies. Uh, super fun, whatever. Kind of like this, a similar problem, though. It's a big budget thing. What would this look like if it was kind of smaller and more independent? Sega, this is kind of behind the scenes thing. Sega owns the rights to Sonic. Sonic, the Sonic IP recently was sold to an independent developer 
not sold, but just like partnered, where they did a game called The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. <gasps> and it's a murder mystery, but Sonic gets murdered, and you're trying to figure out who did it. And it crushed, And it right? crushed. It's really cool. It's like a visual novel. A friend of mine actually did the music for the game. Sweet. Shout wow. out, Troop. But um, so Wait, that what is... This, what does this have to do with cum jars? So here's what <laughs> it has to do with cum jars. I think that that is a good example of a big company, Sega, Nintendo, using their IP and being like, how do we shoot this elsewhere to an indie place and see what they can do with it. And I'm curious if you think that this movie in the Mario franchise, like, what would you want to see, Zach? What's your perfect... They're going to despicable it, Yeah, they're going to franchise it, and you have a Toad movie, and that's kind of like the Thor Ragnarok of, like, (laughs) Mario, you know what I mean? I do think that we will get the MCU, to your question. We Mm -hmm. will get the Mario Cinematic Universe. I mean, this is just printing money. The the merch, the theme park. The theme park. Are we going... I already went. He you did a video. went? I made yeah. a video. Came was out it cool? today. Yeah, it was super cool. Was the food <laughs> the best part? No. Oh, the food looks so cool. The burger was good. It's just portobello mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Grilled. The Italians, no. Yeah, no, right. the design is the best part. Um, I have to say one guilt because I will never be able to not talk about it. Peach's nose job in this movie was... <laughs> horrific it was the first and only thing i could think of every time i looked at her it was like probably nicole kidman's original nose like it was i need to look at so this. small so sharp so bent <gasps> so wrong for her face she should sue she should fucking sue do you think a little mushroom surgeon did it i think she should take some mushrooms make that thing bigger she needs a schnoz Rub on her. mushroom right on her nose. Here, yes. I'm looking it up. Yeah, she's got that little button nose. Honestly, it seems like she would have a hard time breathing. It looks like a chip, like an like a whoopsies, like a pixel, like a pixel whoops. <laughs> also, she clearly has lip filler. She was her she was giving unattainable beauty standard, but <laughs> Not to like pick apart women here, but you can tell. I mean, like, I'm hi. I'm a plastic surgeon, and I'm going to talk about what Peach has done. So she's yes. clearly gotten a nose job. Um, a little too much for me. Mm-hmm. I think it doesn't fit her face. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell that she's had lip filler. Mm-hmm. She also got her buccal fat removed. Oh yeah. Um, uh, chin implant. That thing is not that naturally pointy, and her eyes were uh, uh made bigger by um uh reducing her brow size. She definitely is also wearing a waist trainer, which <laughs> I didn't appreciate because I thought they would like make her more realistic. Um, and her eyebrows, honey, we're in 2023. Get those things microbladed. <laughs> oh my God. Also, it was very funny. Maggie leaned over in the middle of the movie and goes, Oh man, I didn't know she had heart shaped bangs. <laughs> <laughs> And I went, man, neither did I. And then again, couldn't stop looking at it. Definitely unusual, long, long of them things, sideburns. I do like her little weird sideburns. Eyelash extensions, yeah. Not a natural blonde. Like, <laughs> Anya Taylor-Joy, it's a, it's a little bit too similar. You know who needs a plastic surgeon? Mario, that schnoz. Oh, <laughs> oh. Hey. Uh, we my, all agree, though. my Italian lover said mushrooms are very Italian. Okay. I'm also sucking his pee so maybe he's just gonna agree with anything all I say. Right, all right. Got out for a roll up. Do we think Mario probably like stanks? 
He wears he wears gloves. He dove into that sewer hole in Brooklyn a little too comfortably. I <laughs> taste. He dove in head first like a fucking swimming pool. I bet you Luigi has like a, a musk, but like a like he's got like like he stinks like a man. Like like he smells like Axe bodies, right? Mario doesn't wear deodorant. No, I I think that Luigi smells like oh you've been working out. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's just got that natural stink from being a hardworking gentleman. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for us to decide is this movie a pleasure, a guilty pleasure, or just plain guilty? Kelsey. I'm going to go with a simple pleasure. I would say guilty pleasure, but I don't feel guilty about it. Normally, when I'm like, oh, it's a little guilty, I texted like 15 people after I left the theater being like, go see it. It's amazing. Have fun. Um, I think if you want that dopamine hit, but you're not trying to get addicted to smack the way that clearly Zachary is trying to fulfill some sort of <laughs> dopamine hole in his brain, I think you're gonna have a great time in this film. I think you should go see it in a theater. It'll be fun once it's out at home to view, but I think this was a really fun theater experience. Go get some candy, go get some kids, just pick them off the street. Go have a fun time at go Mario Go kidnap Brothers a child Smash. and yeah. bring them to the movies. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go guilty pleasures. I, I, I agree with... The critics, I don't, I, I don't, I think that they could have tried harder. Boo. You know, there's a lot to love, but I, I look, a lot of people have used the excuse of it's a kid's movie. Don't be so hard on it. I don't think that's a good excuse. I think that movie. we should hold our movies to higher standards. Toy yeah. Story is a movie made for kids that is phenomenal and stupendous. Puss in Boots too. They're, being a kid's movie does not mean that you need to speak down to kids. Um, and I think that for how good this movie was able to be at times, it didn't fully stick the landing. Damn. And I, I again, I'm a, a bad person. You really, I, I didn't pause for that moment in the podcast, but I really wanted to just be like, yeah, hold on. Can we pause? Because you just said something very insightful and self-aware of yourself. <laughs> 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 that you are just a curmudgeon man. And that's just yeah. who you are. And that you'll never be satisfied because you'll always be looking for the 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 crack in the detail. And I'll I thought, never be satisfied. I'll never be satisfied. Well, let's talk about our pleasures. These are things in media mm. that we are enjoying outside of this. And I'm going to once again give it up to single, drunk, female, Ooh, our boy, Garrick Bernard. Yes. Season, uh, two, baby. season two is out right now. You hey, can hey. watch it on Freeform. You can watch it on Hulu. Uh, and it's just such a delight. I mean, look, it's actually just a great show. Um, great show. It, I, I've seen so it good. called Freeform's Best Kept Secret. Mm-hmm. Um, it It's just a delight. The whole cast is great. Um, but watching him shine is really our favorite our part, our best friend. And he had a sick ass outfit to the premiere. I'm going to also go with my pleasure being that. Um, and I'm going to throw another nod to a audiobook that I just re-listened to, uh, The Ethical Slut, which is a classic, but a favorite. If you're someone who thinks like traditional relationships are kind of boring and not your style, The Ethical Slut answers and uh, massages every part of your brain that you want to hear. If you don't understand it, if you judge it, if you want to be like it, go listen to the ethical slide and watch single drunk female on free form. Hell yeah. Well, till next time I'm at corn on all things. I'm at Kelsey Dara on all things. I'm at Eric Benard on all the things. And until next time, peaches, 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 peaches. Yeah. I love you. Yeah.